the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast, explaining the news coming out of the complex worlds of finance, economics, and politics, and the impact it will have on everyday Americans. Author, investment banker, consumer advocate, analyst, and trader, Chris Markowski. Yeah, I was happy. I, uh, I made it through today so far. I, again, I got a time-stamped podcast around 11 a.m. I, um, I made a call this past weekend. I made a call. Um, I said, that's it. That's it. I said, these kids need some structure. So I, I, I put the word out that um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and uh, Friday, I'm going to be holding lacrosse practice. Everyone wants to come, high school kids, come on out. I told my buddy I'll do the younger kids later on in the afternoon. So from, uh, yeah, from 8 to 9.30, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, doing an hour and a half lacrosse practice. And um, it was, I got a field behind uh, one of the, uh, the, Mo- the Moose Lodge where I live. And I even spoke to the people there, and they're like, oh, well, we can't approve it. And they have lacrosse cages there. I can't use them. Can't use the cages they have there because then it, they would be giving approval for me to be there. Um, so I had to bring my own, got all the stuff. Kids came out today, and it was great. It was great. And they're rusty. Kids are rusty. They need to, you know, I told them they got to be practicing a little bit more, and they're most certainly a little bit out of shape. Uh, but a nice turnout today, and it was good. I, again, um, happy. It wasn't arrested. Cops didn't come or anything like that. But um, boy, oh, boy, if Andrew Cuomo finds out, oh, no, I'm going to get his wrath, huh? Did you hear him this past weekend? Did you hear him? He's, he's basically threatening, threatening people in Manhattan, threatening people out in the Hamptons. He's threatening to shut them down again. A little, little tyrant. little tyrant is going to punish, punish areas of the state if they don't listen to what he has to say and does what he tells them to do. That's it. He said it. Yeah. Yep. He said, I'm getting too many social distancing complaints. Mind you that there's a, a crap load of, of people out there that um, could care less, would be happy to keep everything shut down. Some of them uh, might have, uh, they might be at-risk people, might have pre-existing conditions, whatever it may be, and they don't want to see anybody else actually going out and living their lives while they have to remain locked down. That's, that's some, and others are just busybodies. That was my concern today. This is one of the parents finding out that didn't want their kids to be there and narking on me. But uh, yeah, yeah, Cuomo comes out and warns the people in New York, Manhattan, and the Hamptons that there's going to be consequences for our actions. Like he's lecturing children. Lecturing children. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a funny world we live in, really is. Yeah, that people have... A lot of people they just don't understand. Don't understand our, our constitution. Don't understand the um, the brilliance of it, and the type of the freedom that we have, and and what it all means. And they'd be happy to give it up. I'll get into that a little bit. There's a piece I was reading I found pretty interesting. Uh, first, want to talk about um, Larry Kudlow. Um, must be listening to my program. Uh, something that we've been uh, pitching for a long time when it comes to unemployment and extended unemployment through July is to replace it. Replace it. Give some sort of back-to-work bonus. Get people back at the job. 
Businesses around the country are having a very, very difficult time getting their workers back on the job. Why? Well, guess what? Because of this ridiculous unemployment benefit that's going on till the end of July. Yeah, it's funny today. It was, there was one article out there saying that, it, that if you give a bonus to go back to work, it's, it's a suicide bonus. Yeah, a suicide. You're giving a bonus, which is that's suicide. People going back to work. Oh, shut up. Just, just shut up. If you want to stay home, stay home. Can't you just stay home and shut the blank up? Huh? Can't you? Hey, you, you just you watch your Hulu, watch your, your Netflix, and just shut up. Anyway, there was a pretty interesting piece talking about freedom and where we're at today and in, in regards also to all these, these protests and things that are going on around the country. And, um, well, in essence, young adults. Young adults. Um, they're very, very difficult to have a conversation with young adults. They just, they, they're very, you know, they, they believe what they believe and um, oftentimes very, very difficult to get into any sort of debate or conversation with them. They're the type of people that they don't really have much in regards to any sort of independent thought. They like to retweet what other people say. Ever notice that? The retweeters out there? The retweeters or the, the reposters out there? Don't you have anything original to come up with? I, I cite people here on the show. I do that. The, the overwhelming majority of what we talk about, it's, it's mine. Mine. But, yeah, there was a piece um, I want to share with you. It was actually off Zero Hedge. And again, echoing many of the things that we've talked about here on the program and these youngers, these youngsters, these millennials out there and how they're, you know, where they're at right now. Why, why, are, we, why, why are so many of them out there breaking things and wrecking things? Well, they, um, they, didn't, they didn't get what they, what they thought that they deserved. Oh, you got that, that degree in 14th century uh, Russian literature, or you got the uh, degree in, uh, I don't know, communications, whatever the hell it is, and you, you're not living in a gigantic apartment in Manhattan right now and making a ton of money? Really? Really? Um, again, I, most of these kids, they just don't know how it, how it works. They're not works. And because they don't have these things, or they, they put the work, time, and effort in to achieve goals that you need to put in and how difficult it is to get by, it's not, it's not you got to work here in this country. They're angry about it. And, and it's, listen, and they, <laughs> what do you mean I don't have that job? It must be, it must be capitalism's fault, right? Must be capital. Must be the evil system of capitalism, or maybe it's racism, or maybe it's maybe it's the uh, uh, the patriarchy, or white supremacy. Whatever it may be, they'll come up with somebody to blame for their situation in life. One of the things that um, I've tried to basically get across to people. Uh, over the years here on the program, and I explained this to my kids. I said, once you, um, you become an adult, you know, you're, you, a real, you know what real adults, grown-ups do is they own everything. 
They own everything. They don't look to place blame. They don't do that. They look to solve problems. Whenever something goes wrong or there's an error, I, 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 again, I will look to myself. Where did I go wrong? Where, where could have I been more careful to prevent a certain situation? You own things. Now, what happens is, is that these, these kids that are not getting what they wanted, and again, they're used to getting participation trophies their entire lives. Yeah, they can get, they can get bent out of shape. They can. That anger, that anger, here's a quote from the column, anger and resentment can metastasize into hatred and fury at an alarming pace. Often logic has nothing to do with it. But for everyone thinking about joining the mob, we believe there's a better method of dealing with these uncomfortable feelings. And it starts, unfortunately, with something that's kind of uncomfortable, taking responsibility for yourself. Yep. Owning it. Again, common theme here on the podcast and the radio show. Yeah. Some of you out there, and again, I, I know you guys, you guys love retweeting me various different things out there that you really, I don't even know if you fully read or if you fully even understand. And, and again, this is, this is some tough medicine here. Some people out there haven't done anything. You haven't done anything with your life. Oh, you may have a college degree. Yep. Yep. You have a college degree and you've got a phone. And again, think about that phone for a second. Go back in time a little bit. This was, uh, I don't know, it was about five, six years ago. That's, it pops in my head. Five, six years ago was that uh, working at a CrossFit just down in Florida. And uh, there's some kids that were sitting on the side and they were working on their, their homework and they're, they're asking questions in regards to chemistry and, and I forget exactly what it was. And guys that were at the phone were like, do you guys do realize you have a, a phone? The phone that you have is, is one of the most powerful devices that the world has ever seen. You can get, find answers to everything. You can take a class at MIT on your phone. In the past, people would travel from all over the globe to go to Athens or the library at Alexandria to get an education. I mean, you think about it, the grand scheme of things as far as the planet is concerned. Well, the printing press came along and they started printing the Bible. I mean, prior to that, was, the monks would have to rewrite everything by hand. Do you understand the ability that you have to enrich yourself over the course of the day? It's, it, it really is extraordinary. Uh-huh. But, but again, um, you know, what, what do the youngsters do? What do they use their phone for? Oh, so they can go on social media. They can go on social media and they can criticize others. And they can put down authors that have actually done something, people that have built and created things. Think about that. Think about that. The idea in the comments is that they're saying that these kids have made nothing while they have access to everything. And because you're upset about it, you're upset at yourself. 
you decide you should tear it all down, right? You should tear it all down. So, yeah, I'm going to go burn down Starbucks. That'll, that'll show them. Go, go burn down the Wendy's, uh, rip up stores. Why don't you, why don't you tear down every, every statue and monument across the country? I, was, I almost got sick to my stomach. Um, the uh, mayor of Albany, New York, my hometown, um, is uh, removing the statue of Philip Schuyler, who was a bit of an American hero and, and signed the Constitution. Um, I remember going to his house on field trips. But yeah, um, they're removing it because he had owned slaves. He owned slaves. He was Dutch. You don't really just own slaves that were black. You own slaves that were white. Not saying that it was good by any stretch of the imagination, but um, you're going to try to erase history? Is that, is it, that, that'll show them, right? I don't, I don't understand that. I don't. But anyway, anyway, it's, it's again, all of these kids out there, why don't you do something? Why, why don't you go out and build and create and start a business and actually contribute? Hire people. I mean, that's great. I mean, you want to go to the protest. I don't know people going to protest and you want your colorful sign, want to do all that stuff. Okay, but you can't do it all the time, can you? I mean, you eventually, you should probably go out and try to get yourself a job. You want to make the world a better place. Well, okay, go ahead. If you think that you're going to do it with a couple marches and some hashtags and some uh, T-shirts and whatnot, you're crazy. You actually, you actually make the world a better place when you go out there and you interact with others and you help them. And then you can build up wealth and then you can contribute to certain causes or you can donate your time and you can mentor people. Think about that. Think about it. I mean, what, what exactly are, are you, you kids doing right now? Find something. Do something. Anyway, anyway, moving on. I, I've got to get into some of this uh, Corona stuff again. Uh, I, I told you this. There is a, there's a push. There is a grand desire to shut the country down again. Every single time you're going to see upticks in cases, it is going to be Again, if it bleeds, it leads. And that's, that's what they're going to go back to at this point in time. If there's any sort of bounce or V recovery and the economy comes roaring back, that for, for all intents and purposes assures that Donald Trump will win in November. And they know that. They know that. Um, we've gotten into the internal numbers gotten into the internal numbers and yes cases are going up why because testing is going up it was inevitable that this was going to happen treatment is getting much much better much better at hospitals we know this and we continue to get more information that's just fascinating i can't say how many uh people that i know that i've spoken to that have had family members or I know that 
the coronavirus has struck their household. And it, it can, and there's no doubt about it, it can be, a, it can be an insidious uh, disease. It can, do, it can do a lot of harm to people. There's no doubt about that. I'm not arguing that point. But it's fascinating where you have, a, a, you know, for example, an older couple. You got an older couple, um, you got an older couple that's uh, living together. Queens, New York. She's throwing us out as an example. And the, the wife gets the disease, and she's pretty bad. She's kind of laid up. Didn't go to the hospital, but laid up for an entire month. It took a while for her to get better. And these are people in their 80s, early 80s. Not a big apartment. Apartment in Whitestone in Queens. Husband doesn't get it. Husband detested. Doesn't get the disease. Now, how in the world is that? You're living in the same house, and you're obviously helping your wife out. You know how hard that is? Well, they're now starting to recognize, this is actually out of Europe, that, um, that the, uh, this, this, the, the, they're finding out that basically people... People can carry, can actually be immune to the coronavirus is what they're saying. They say 60% of people are naturally resistant. Naturally resistant to it. And it's, it's kind of, it's fascinating because, again, how'd that happen? Well, maybe they had a coronavirus, a different coronavirus, and it might make them immune to it. They don't. No, but we know, do know that the, the disease has gotten around and it's a lot more prevalent than anyone thinks. And the mortality actually continues to drop because of this. You know, you got guys at the administration, got Larry Hudlow coming out saying we're not going to shut the country down again. Mnuchin saying we're not going to shut the country down again. They can't. They can't. Uh, you know, this is, uh, this is something we are going to have to live with. We're going to have to deal with. It's just, it is what it is until it burns itself out or they come up with some sort of vaccine. And I'm not a big believer that they're going to come up with a foolproof vaccine. I think it's probably going to be more aligned to what you get with the flu vaccine every single year, where it's going to be a bit of a hit or miss. So what? Oh, we're going we're to stay at home? I, I, let me tell you something um, here. This is... Uh, and I'm throwing this out there. You might disagree. Um, they, they succeed. Let's say they succeed in, in scaring the crap out of people, keeping people home, or maybe shut down certain areas of the country. Trump folds. Uh, let me tell you something. As soon as Biden wins, as soon as Biden wins, you're going to see coronavirus go away. You're going to see the country open up. I, I'm telling you that right now. You know it. And I know it. That'll be the direction that they had. Anyway, one of the um, one of the, the some of the worst columns I see. And again, it's it's not even journalism. It's just ignorance disguised as journalism comes with, with many stories when it comes to the markets and business. And here's here's a story I saw, and I said, "Who benefits when the stock market goes up?" Probably not you. The stock market has proved freakishly immune to the economic suffering inflicted by the coronavirus pandemic, posting some of its largest gains in history. 
even as members uh, in one and two American households have lost income. What, what does one have to do with the other? What, what, does, what does the stock market and, and someone losing income because of problems, with it, what does one have to do with that? I'm, I'm still trying to get my arms around that. It's complete apples to oranges. He says, the market appears disconnected from the pain of average Americans. Makes more sense when you consider that it's disconnected from average Americans. More than 80% of all U.S. stocks are owned by the richest 10% of the U.S. households. Uh-huh. It's according to uh, Edward N. Wolf, an economics professor at NYU and author of A Century of Wealth in America. The vast majority of stocks is held by the wealthy who are and will be weathering the pandemic just fine. They will continue to save and invest their money in the market, which will buoy up the value of stocks. Okay. Um, She goes on to say that many Americans will be financially devastated by this recession. Talks about the 2008 financial disaster. Um, Let me ask you a question. Just, you know, you do realize that a lot of people out there have pension plans that are invested in the market, right? You do realize it benefits those pension plans when the market does well. People may not own stocks directly, but many people indirectly through their various different retirement plans, pension plans, whatever it may be. And again, it's so vapid. I read a story like this. I mean, how does she not point this out in her column? Well, her column had a narrative. Rather than than do your job, rather than do your job and get both sides, no, you thought it'd be better to say, look, oh, the stock market has been going up and it's only helping evil, rich people. That's it. That was your narrative. That's not doing your job. Anyway, uh, the Hertz uh, saga continues. It's going to be selling a, uh, what is it, a billion dollars worth of shares. Again, I, uh, I, I don't tell you, stupid is as stupid does. You, you know, have fun with that. I mean, it's gambling is what you're doing. It's fine. You want to gamble, gamble. I, I, it's not for me. I, I've never placed a bet in my entire life. Never gambled in my entire life. I have no desire to do any of that stuff. So you want to gamble your money away? That's, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't. I, it's, it's, it, you're not investing. You're gambling. And best of luck. Best of luck. I, it's worthless. Stock's worthless. And they're going to issue more worthless stock. Why? Because people, there are useful idiots out there that will buy it. Okay? Have, have fun. Have fun. Um... Yeah, there's stories out there, too. Some of these day traders out there that have been jumping on board have gotten themselves uh, trading options and getting themselves levered up to a ridiculous degree and getting wiped out. Okay. Um, Again, I might have mentioned this about a zillion times here on the podcast, radio show. Everything in life that has meaning, value, and worth involves work, time, and effort. You think you're going to get rich quick? (sighs) Okay, I mean... I, I would, I, in, back in the day, I would be yelling and screaming 
about stuff like this. I, I can't anymore. It, does, it didn't do me any good back then. I mean, it's, maybe it's better me to be a little bit more sarcastic in the way that I they cover these things than starting to yell at people for being stupid with their money. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't. It's the, the stock's worthless. We're zero. They're issuing more shares. And they're going to use that money to help them through the bankruptcy proceedings. But <laughs> come on already. It's bankrupt. Anyway, um, moving on here. <sighs> oh, this is, you know, I just kept pointing this out. Again, I got, I got a lot of, got a, lot of uh, a lot of the retweeters that uh, listen to the show out there. They, they're big socialism people. They, love, they think socialism is great and grand and fantastic. If it is so great, grand, and fantastic, how is it? How is it that Venezuela is so poor? How is it that Venezuela can't even make its own gasoline? How is it Venezuela that has the large, world's largest oil reserve only has one rig left? How's that the case? Real simple. They're socialist. That they are. I mean, can you explain it? You have the world's largest oil reserves, meaning that you should be just in essence, printing money, because that's, that's what oil is. Oil energy, you're just printing money. And yeah, sometimes the markets will go up, the oil markets will go up, oil prices go up, gas will go up. But, but the, the reality is, is that it's going to bounce around, but no matter what it's doing, you're making money. When you have those in that type of reserve, that type of situation. And guess what? They can't make it work. And their people starve. And, and somehow this is uh, our fault. Again, think about that for a second. All of you lefties out there that are listening to the program. All of them. I, I mean, when has it worked? France is actually um, putting out that they're going to look to, I guess, free up their economy to a greater degree. Give more um, autonomy to the various different regions and municipalities rather than govern out of uh, Paris. And I think that's great. I think that's fantastic. I think that we need more of that uh, in our country, quite frankly. We do. Less uh, decentralization. Keep it on the local level. But yeah, good, good step. It's a great step for France. They want to get growth back going. That, that might be a way to do it. I don't know if you caught this uh, CNN. Um, CNN was attacked while covering the Black Lives Matter protests and, and riots. Uh, again, this was late. Saturday, this late Saturday, and um, they came after CNN, and uh, CNN not too happy about it. They were decrying aggressive protesters. They were cheering on those aggressive protesters when they were looting and stealing things. But if you come after CNN, no, 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 no. you're going to trouble. They're going to decry. You can't, can't do that. Can't do that. Uh, truck drivers are rejecting delivery to cities with uh, defunded or disbanded police. Um, can't say that I. Blame them. Do you? And on top of that, you're starting to see truck drivers. Truck drivers saying we're not going to deliver to certain parts of the country if we don't feel safe. If we don't think that it's going to be okay and we feel that we are going to get robbed. So they're going to just cancel that too. And um, again, we, we knew this was going to happen. It wasn't a matter of if. It was just a matter of when. 
Um, more and more police officers turning in their badges. Just going to quit. Just going to quit. Why, why would they want to work under the, the type of uh, scrutiny that they're getting now? The, the defund movement. You got police departments going to be losing money. I, I, <laughs> you, might, you might be upset, just like everybody else was upset about what happened to George Floyd and, all, and a myriad of other situations as well. Shouldn't we try to fix that problem and get to the bottom of it rather than just disband and get rid of police departments? Do you really want vigilante justice in the streets? Come on. Watchdogonwallstreet.com. Watchdogonwallstreet.com. Our newsletter, consultations with our certified financial planners, all sorts of great stuff there at the site. Watchdogonwallstreet.com. Our 24-hour-a-day help hotline, 800-471-5984. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.